you know, it's really not a problem, just like so many other things that we deal with. It's not a big deal as long as you manage it. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hey everyone, Tyler here, Field Agronomist with A Better Way to Farm, where we spend each and every day providing solutions to farmers to grow better crops and to make more money. I hope that you're having a great day and thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Now today, y'all, is a very sad and somber episode. You see, we wanted to share our breakup story. How can we successfully break up stock residue and to make those nutrients more available and more available quicker in the springtime. So let's welcome back our very own crop doc to help us break down this breakup. Preston, welcome back to the episode, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, Tyler. Thanks for having me on the call. Yeah, man. I am excited about this one. When we were approached with this idea, I say this literally about everything. It always surprises me that there are some things that that when you are a part of the team, you become familiar with stuff and then it's just second nature. So we all know how important it is to leave residue instead of bailing that, you know, in this case, we're talking about corn stocks. So instead of bailing up corn stocks and removing them and selling them for 10 bucks, you know, to the cattle guy down the road to keep that on your farm and in your field so that when they break down, you you know, take advantage of the the nutrient benefits and all that stuff. And that's very, very common for us to do. You know, we've been, I've been dealing with it since 2014. You've been dealing with it since before that. And we've had a stock digester recipe. I, you know, I kind of poke fun about breaking up, but, but really that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to break up or break down this residue that's out in our fields so that we can take advantage of that nutrition. Now, we see a lot of times things come to market that do have a lot of money behind them and they say, oh, this is the next biggest and greatest thing. So you should try our stock breakdown recipe and, and help you know melt down everything in the field. And, and then all of a sudden you've got this stuff that's available. And, and our philosophy has really been kind of like, know what you're using, know how to use it and kind of take advantage of that. So we have a proprietary, I kind of joke about it, but a proprietary stock digester recipe that we share all the time in the those two-day fundamentals of agronomy programs that we've got. We share all that stuff. And I know Rod shared it before on the Better Way to Farm Facebook page. I'm sure in some TikToks, we could find them there as well. But I really wanted to cover in this episode a little bit more about why it's important to utilize, you know, maybe our stock digester versus someone else's, but even why would you even consider it in the first place? And I know that you have some kind of very pointed thoughts on why you might want to do that. So do you just want to kind of go through that, kind of tell us a little bit about what's on your mind? You betcha. So, you know, we have more and more growers every year that are joining the 300 bushel club. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm meeting somebody new and a lot of them ask me, so what do you do with all that residue? You know, they complain that they're already dealing with a lot of residue issues yep. and they're not even at those yield levels yet. And so they, they can't hardly even imagine, you know, what to do or how to deal with that much more residue. Well, you bail it up and you sell it for $5 an acre. 
<laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, there is way too much nutrients in it to do nutrient value in those corn stalk bales to do that. Um, yeah. But I explained to them, you know, it's really not a problem, just like so many other things that we deal with. It's not a big deal as long as you manage it. And so there's a lot of tools out there to look at, you know. And so when we go to these trade shows, there's always that shiny equipment to look at. You know, we yes. all like to look at shiny equipment. And so you can look at stock. You're, stock, you're speaking stock. straight to my heart, Preston. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Bling, bling. Um, so you can look at stock stompers or the stock knockers that are out there on the market now. Getter stock devastators. Gehringhoff um, has a pretty unique way to size residue on their corn heads. Mm-hmm. Um, Drago heads have the capability to do chopping as well. But if you talk to some of my no-tiller buddies, a lot of them talk about leaving as much residue standing as and standing as tall as possible. And that really helps things dry out in the spring. If you chop all that stuff and really make a mat, you really harbor that moisture in there, which, you know, depending on your environment, you know, sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's not so good. But just a second, Preston. So if we have that really thick mat of say corn stock residue in this case, won't our dry broadcast heavily salt-based granulars melt through and burn through all of that leaf tissue that's dead and decaying on the surface of our soil? I don't think that's how that works. It doesn't work that way. But yeah, you could also do tillage yep. and there's a lot of different options as far as tillage goes. You know, the old school guys, you know, you well, you just plow it under. Yeah, I've talked to a lot of guys this year that are are going back to chiseling. Um, got yep. a lot of guys that still chisel or disc grip. A lot of the guys also do VT, vertical tillage. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my guys that even have been no-till for a long time are starting to do some of the, the vertical tillage. So there's more of a hybrid of no-till nowadays. But out of all of those things... The best way that I have ever seen to deal with residue is our stock digester recipe. Let your soil microbiology do the work for you. Regardless of how you size the residue, there are still nutrients in that that need to be broken down. Little bitty pieces of corn stock out there, there's still nutrients in that that still has to be broke down into a form that your next year's crop can absorb it. Yeah, that, that stock residue, whatever kind of residue it is, it is not readily plant available. And, you know, that's the biggest thing that we promote in our system is that you've got to make sure that your fertility, especially early on in the seedlings life, that it's 100% plant available. And so, yeah, you can absolutely bury this residue, but you you still need to do things to maintain microbial life or, or to keep it alive. There are certain practices that are done in the fall. Once you do your tillage work, and then maybe you'll put on a source of nitrogen that you will inject into the ground that will kill the microbial life. So now you're disking all that stuff under or whatever. Again, you're slowing down that degradation uh, because of some of these practices. And so I I just want to make that a point that by all means, you can absolutely Use tillage as a tool, like you mentioned, to take the residue from the top of the soil so it doesn't blow into the snow fence or over to your neighbor's field or whatever, get it down into the soil. But again, we still need to keep the microbial life active so that they can break that down faster so that it can become more plant available quicker. Absolutely. And so not to get too deep into our stock digester recipe, but you can apply that with your sprayer. If you don't already have your own sprayer, that's a pretty easy fix. You just go get one. Yeah, super simple. (laughs) Yes, because 
having your own sprayer will pay you such big dividends on so many other levels. And that's not really something we're going to get into today, but come to our program and we talk to that with you more about that. But that's going to be huge for you. And it's very quick and easy um, to do this. You can cover a lot of acres um, because it's not a huge, large volume either. And so, you know, if you've got a thousand gallons sprayer, 800 gallons sprayer, you can cover a lot of acres per load. And so just go out there and just get that done. And get those nutrients broke back down so that it's available for your crops for next season. Yeah, and it 100% goes back to even a conversation I just had a few hours ago with a grower about cover crops. It all falls in line with that microbial life. You've got to keep that stuff burning longer throughout the fall and winter months. And then in the springtime, we've got to activate that sooner so that we start that availability because it whether you use dry broadcast or whatever if you're a liquid system we are not putting down 100% of the fertility that the crop needs we're putting down some supplemental stuff but most of the nutrition comes from the soil that's where these plants are getting all that so if we can speed that up then by all means it's even better so Again, we do have this, I say proprietary, there are a few proprietary products in there that we would recommend. Um, It's a very, very simple and basic program, but where would they find that? So I, I guess I'll say this. Now we do have a link down in the show notes. When you're reading this, go ahead and open up whatever uh, podcast platform you're looking at. You should be able to access the show notes and, and there we've got a link, but we also can find that on our website, Preston. Where Where's that website located? It's actually at a better way to farm.com. Absolutely. You hear Rod share that all the time. So go check out a better way to farm.com. Jump on the show notes. That's the easiest way to find it here. If you're listening to this podcast, while we are talking, scroll down a little bit, click on that link and pull that web page up and it'll give you that exact recipe there. The other way you can find it is the two day fundamentals of agronomy program. That we have. And I'm super excited. We're going to be firing those babies up. I'm going to see you soon. Sioux Falls in Sunday. Yeah. The program starts Monday, Monday morning. Yep. What would you have to say as we kind of wrap up the breakup? And maybe this is something that maybe we're not breaking up at all. Maybe this is something that'll bring everything back together. (laughs) So what would you recommend as we kind of tie this stuff back up? What are Preston's final thoughts on today's episode? So I've gone out and, and done some crop scouting with some some farmers and some of my growers. And you go out there and if you go out there in season, say we're out there in June, maybe the beans aren't hugely tall at that point. And so you're out there walking around and you see corn stalks, corn stalk residue out there in the field. So that's a little bit of a telltale sign. If in June you still have corn stalk residue, you know, with genetics, genetics have come a long ways and, and they've made these genetics so that these corn stalks are stronger so that they don't green snap. Well, some of those genetics also make them so that they don't break down as well throughout the season. So we do some things here at A Better Way to Farm to help speed up that process to make those nutrients more available for your crop. We want you to be efficient with everything you do. And that includes the nutrients that are already out there in your field. We just want you to help make them readily available to your currently growing crop. Yeah, absolutely. There is a a huge difference between available and recoverable, isn't there? It's something that we will talk about at those two-day meetings. So Preston, thank you so much for the time today, man. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to you. It's a fantastic conversation. 
And I look forward to seeing you in Sioux Falls in a few days as we kick off our Fundamentals of Agronomy World Tour. (laughs) Sounds good, man. See you there. (laughs) Yep. And thank you, everyone, for the love and support, not only here, but on our Facebook page and other social media platforms as well. We hope that you enjoyed this episode on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. And remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us so that we can improve this show and bring the best content to you listeners. And as always, we hope that you have a better day. A better way to farm.com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com. We'll be right back.